Amen. Okay, nearer my God to thee. One, two, three, begin.
want to go through our catechism. And uh, we'll do questions 71 through 74. The first three we'll just do one time in the English, one time in Swahili. Then our catechism question for today, that is 74, we'll do two times each. And remember tomorrow, those of you who have memorized all five answers, both in English and in Swahili, uh, your teacher has a prize for you. So pay close attention and really uh, try to commit all of these words to memory. Alright, question 71. Did our Lord Jesus Christ ever sin? No. He was sorry. Swahili? J. Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo alifanya dhambi. Hapana. Alikuwa mtakatifu. Asiye na dawana na asiye na unajisi. 72. How could the Son of God suffer? As the Son of God to flesh and blood that he might obey and suffer Mwana wa Mungu angewezaje kuteseka? Kristo mwana wa Mungu alichukua nyama na damu ili kutia kuteseka kama mwanadamu. 73 What is meant by the atonement? The atonement consists of Christ satisfying divine justice. By his suffering and death, in the place of sinners. J. That's 73. Okay, 74 will do two times. For whom did Christ obey and suffer? Christ obeyed and suffered for those whom the Father had given him. For whom did Christ obey and suffer? Christ obeyed and suffered for those whom the Father had given him. J. Christo alitii na kuteseka kwa ajili ya nani? Christo alitii na kuteseka kwa wale ambao baba alikuwa amempa. Tena, J. Christo alitii na kuteseka kwa ajili ya nani? Christo alitii na kuteseka kwa wale ambao baba alikuwa amempa. Okay, very good job. Kazi nzuri.
Now for our last uh, 10 minutes or so, we want to finish our introduction to the book of Galatians. We've been looking the last uh, two days through uh, verses 1 through 5 of Galatians chapter 1. Kwa dakika kumi zijazo tutakuwa tunakamilisha kitabu cha wagalatia moja sura ya kwanza hadi ya tano ambayo tumekuwa tukiishughulikia. So for today I again want to read those five verses. Kwa hivyo leo tena nataka nisome hizo aya tano. And then I'll make just a few observations. Na niweze kutoa maneno yaliyo ndani yake kwa ufupi. And then tomorrow we'll move on into verses 6 and beyond. Alafu kesho tutasasa songea ile aya ya sita tukiendelea. So let us read the word of God. This is Galatians chapter 1 verse 1 through 5. Paul, an apostle, not sent from men nor through the agency of man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren who are with me to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins so that he might rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forevermore. Amen. Paulo Mtume. Si mtume wa wanadamu wala kutumwa na mwanadamu bali na Yesu Kristo na Mungu Baba aliyemfufua kutoka kwa wafu na ndugu wote walio pamoja nami kwa makanisa ya Galatia neema na iwe kwenu na amani zitokazo kwa Mungu Baba na kwa Bwana wetu Yesu Kristo ambaye alijitoa nafsi yake kwa ajili ya dhambi zetu ili atuokoe na dunia hii mbovu iliyopo sasa kama alivyopenda Mungu Baba yetu utukufu uwe una yeye milele na milele amina that is the word of god hilo ndilo neno la Mungu and again this uh Book of Galatians was a letter written to the churches in Galatia and we determined that is the area that today is known as the country of Turkey. Na hii kitabu cha Galatia ni barua ama waraka ambao liandikiwa watu wa Galatia na tulisingatia ya kwamba hiyo Galatia inapatikana katika nchi ya Uturuki. And Paul begins his letter first identifying himself an apostle. Na Paulo anaanza kuandika barua yake akijitambulisha kama mtume. That is his office. That is his title. Hiyo ndiyo ofisi yake ya kutenda kazi. And the word means messenger. Na mtume inamaanisha anayepeleka habari. And according to the scriptures this uh, office of apostle na kulingana na maandiko hiyo ofisi ya mtume refers to men who were uniquely sent by the risen Christ. Inamaanisha kwamba ni mtu ambaye alitumwa kimahususi na Yesu Kristo. And they were given 
the authority of Jesus Christ. And it was Christ who set them apart for that office. It was Christ who gave them that authority. And one of the qualifications to be an apostle was to have seen the risen Christ. Na moja yapo ya kufusu kuwa mtume ilikuwa ni kwamba mpaka uwe ulimuona Kristo aliyefufuka. So we have no such men today. There na are hii, no men alive today who have seen the risen Christ. Na hii leo tunapoishi hakuna mtu yeyote ambaye aliyemuona Yesu ambaye alifufuka. So the many men that today identify themselves as apostles do so under their own imagination. They do not do so because they have been appointed an apostle by Jesus Christ. Na watu wanaojiita mitume wanajiita kwa sababu ya mawazo yao tu. Lakini hawajiiti kwa sababu kweli wametumwa na Yesu Kristo. The office of apostle is not an office according to the scriptures that is given to men today. Afisi ya mtume haipo hii leo katika utendaji kulingana na vile maandiko tumepewa. If we turn in the very next book Ephesians tukirudi katika kitabu kinachofuata cha Waefeso in chapter 2 verse 19 through 20 katika sura ya pili katika mstari wa 19 hadi 20 there we read so then you are no longer strangers and aliens but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household God's household being the church having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone basi ndukuzi basi tangu sasa ninyi si wageni wala wapitaji bali ninyi ni wenyeji pamoja na watakatifu watu wa nyumba watu wa nyumba mwake Mungu watu wa nyumbani mwake Mungu nyumbani mwake Mungu inamaanisha watoto wa Mungu mmejengwa juu ya msingi wa mitume na manabii Nae Kristo Yesu mwenyewe nijiwe kuu la pembeni. And here we read that the church that is what is referred to in God's household. Ikanisa ndilo Paulo anazungumzia nyumba mwa baba is built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Kanisa limejengwa kwa misingi ya mitume na manabii. Now when you build a house and you lay a foundation you do not continue building the foundation over and over and over again no you lay one foundation and then the structure is built on top Unapojenga nyumba unaanza na msingi na unapoweka msingi hauendelei kujenga huo msingi lakini ukishajenga msingi sasa unaanza kujenga nyumba ikienda juu. And that is the idea that Paul is here getting across in Ephesians the passage we just read. Hilo ndilo wazo ambalo Paulo analeta kwetu kulingana na yale ambayo tumeyasoma katika maandiko. That God laid the foundation through the teaching and the word of God through 
the apostles and the prophets. Kwamba Bwana aliweka msingi wa kanisa kupitia mafundisho na na mahubiri ya manabii na mitume. And Christ Jesus himself is the cornerstone of that foundation. Na Kristo mwenyewe ndiye jiwe la msingi katika and now the church is being built on top of that foundation through God's word. Through God's word given through the prophets, given through the apostles and given through Christ Jesus himself. Kupitia neno la Mungu ambalo lilipeanwa kwa mitume na manabii but we no longer have prophets we no longer have apostles because we already have the completed word of god that is the bible and so we must stop listening to these false teachers who claim to be apostles who claim to be prophets who claim to have some new revelation from God and we need to start listening to the revelation of God which is true that is the bible na hivyo tuafaa tutupilie mbali kuwasikia hawa watu wanaojiita mitume na manabii ambao wanasema ya kwamba wako na ufunuo mpya kwa sababu ufunuo umefunuliwa katika neno la Mungu ambayo ni biblia because these men who today call themselves apostles and call themselves prophets and say that they have new revelation from God they are the very false teachers that the word of God warns us not to listen to Hao watu ambao wanajiita mitume na manabii ambao wanaufunua mpya ambao wanasema wako na ufunuo mpya hao ndio manabii wa uongo ambao maandiko inatuonya kuwahusu and yet here we live in Kenya a country which is infected by these false teachers. Na hapa tunaishi Kenya inchi ambayo imeadhirika sana na mafundisho ya uongo. They are not sent by God they are sent by the prince of this world that is Satan himself. Hawajatumwa na Mungu bali wametumwa na mfalme wa dunia hii ambaye ni shetani mwenyewe. And many people have been deceived by these false teachers, maybe even some of you. Na watu wengi wamedanganywa na hawa manabii wa uongo, hata uenda mmoja wenu hapo. Maybe even some of your parents. Hata mmoja hata uenda wazazi wenu. We have to know better and we can only know better by studying by knowing the word of God and by asking God the Holy Spirit to reveal these truths to us. Tunafaa tujue vyema na tutajua vyema kwa kuweza kuomba na kusoma na kujifunza neno la Mungu ndio Bwana atusaidie kuelewa huu kweli. And then back to our passage from Galatians. Sasa turudi katika Neno letu ambalo tunajifunza katika Wagalatia verse 3 mstari Here we read grace to you Grace to you Tunasoma kwamba neema na iwe kwenu Grace that word grace neema it begins and ends every one of Paul's letters in the New Testament Hilo neno neema and that word comes from the Greek word which means an undeserved act of kindness. Listen to how Paul writes in 
Titus. Sikiza vile Paulo anavyoandikia huyu Tito. In verse uh, sorry in chapter 2. Katika Tito verse 11 through 14. Katika Tito 2 Titus chapter 2 11 through 14 For the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation to all men instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires and to live sensibly righteously and godly in the present age looking for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us to redeem us from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, zealous for good deeds. That is Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. Iyo ni tito mbili, mustari wa kumna moja, hadi kumna ne. Nasema hivi. Maana neema ya Mungu iwaokoao wanadamu wote imefunuliwa nayo yatufundisha kukataa ubaya na tamaa za kidunia tupate kuishi kwa kiasi na haki na utaua katika ulimwengu huu wa sasa tukilitazamia tumaini lenye baraka na mafunuo ya utukufu wa Kristo Yesu Mungu mkuu wa Mungu mkuu na mwokozi wetu ambaye alijitoa nafsi yake kwa ajili yetu ili atukomboe na maasi yote na kujisafishia na kujisafishia watu we, we, wawe na kujisafishia watu wawe miliki yake mwenyewe wale walio na juhudi katika matendo mema that is the grace of god hiyo ndio neema ya mungu that is undeserved act of kindness from god hiyo ni tendo ambalo ni there's nothing we do that we can deserve God's grace. And Paul writes to Titus that that the grace of God has appeared. That is Jesus Christ. He has appeared. Na sasa Paul anaandika akisema kwamba neema ya Bwana imefunuliwa kumaanisha Kristo amefunuliwa bringing salvation for all people akileta wokovu kwa watu wetu which people who are all people watu gani watu wetu ni watu gani as we read in question 74 in our catechism vile tulisoma katika catechisimu swali la 77 that is all those whom the father had given him and it is God's grace that trains us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions. In our flesh we want to obey 
the passions the desires of this world katika mili yetu tunataka kutii tamaa na mambo ya dunia hii but god's grace saves us from our sinful nature lakini neema ya bwana inatuokoa kutokana Not only does he save us from the punishment of sin, he saves us from sin. That we can live self-controlled, upright and godly lives. As we wait for the second appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it is Jesus who gave himself for us. To redeem us from all lawlessness. And to purify for himself a people for his own possession. Now if you are not being purified, if you do not have new desires to want to know the word of god and to follow the word of god then you can have no assurance that you belong to jesus kwa hivyo kama hauna hiyo tamanio ya kutaka kutenda mapenzi ya mungu na kujua mambo ya mungu saidi jua ya kwamba hauna uhakikisho wa wokovu wake bwana because jesus is purifying for himself a people who are zealous for good works maana kristo anawatakaza wale watu ambao wamejitoa kwa ajili ya kazi yake And if that does not describe us then we cannot be assured that we belong to Jesus. And if that is true of you if you sit there and you know that you do not belong to Jesus come to him today. Na hiyo ni kweli kwako kama umeketi pale na unajua kwamba wewe hauja kuwa wake Yesu Kristo njoo kwake Yesu. He calls for all who are thirsty to come to him and drink. Anaita wote walio na kiu waje kwake na wanywe. He's not talking about the water you get from the tap inside. Asungumuzii maji ambayo unayapata katika tap kule nje. He's talking about himself, the living water. Anasungumuzia kujihusu yeye mwenyewe maji aliyo hai. You should go to him. Ni lazima tu twende kwake. You should repent and believe the gospel. Unastahili kutubu na kuamini injili everyone stand kila mmoja simame our heavenly father we give thanks to you lord there's so much more that we could say about these verses that we've read this morning but lord more than that may the words themselves the truths themselves lord by the ministry of your holy spirit might they penetrate our hearts lord may they cut deep into our hearts into our souls lord may you awaken us to these truths may you take those of us who are blind and give us sight to see give us ears to hear your truth lord how we pray that each child here you've written their names in the lamb's book of life and that if it be your will that you save each and every one of them lord 
Help us to understand your word more and more. Help us to bring glory to your name through all that we say and we do as a body of, of believers in this school. Lord, may we realize more and more just how dependent we are on you, Lord. Even the next breath that we take depends completely and totally on you. So, Lord, help us to know, to understand, to realize these truths. In God, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Thank you.